everybody, this is Everett Shipman. Welcome to the Maximize Your Mind podcast, where we develop the mentality necessary to forge fitness and lifestyle to achieve anything that you want from life. Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to the Maximize Your Mind podcast. I'm your host, Everett Shipman. I'm excited to be with you guys on tonight. <clears throat> How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? I hope everybody's doing wonderful. Um, hopefully you got off to a very great start this week. I myself, uh, I did not get to get the workout I wanted to get in today. Um, due to a last minute schedule change with a client of mine. However, I do have um, I do have a good slot lined up for tomorrow and uh, I'll be able to get it in. So for those of you, though, I hope that you were able to get it in. And if not, guess what? Don't sweat it. Um, let's get back on the wagon and get back at it tomorrow. Today, I actually wanted to share um, something simple uh, that I found. I found on uh, menshealth.com. And um, it's basically a, it's a guide for easy meal prepping. So I just wanted to kind of take a moment out. And I shared this on my Instagram, actually. Uh, a, a condensed version of this and so right here I want to actually go through um, these easy meal prep tips because in all honesty the meal prep for a lot of people is what holds people back you either you either decide that it's too much it, it's too tedious it's um, it's too time-consuming and let me be honest up front. I can definitely understand people thinking that it is, you know, tedious. However, myself, as one who has done meal prep before and who has tried very various versions of meal prep, as well as I've been able to uh, find different tri- uh, tips and hacks and things of that nature, I will say this. Think about this. All right, think about this. You You go to work. Today was Monday. You go to work. And it's lunchtime. What typically happens at lunchtime? Lunchtime, you only get, what, about an hour? Let's just say you get an hour. You get an hour for lunch. That's the standard. You get an hour for lunch. First of all, when lunch hits, you likely have not had a chance to really think about what you want to eat because you've been in and out of meetings or you've had to deal with uh, 50 million emails coming through. Maybe your uh, phone's been going off, whatever it is. So you haven't really thought about lunch. All right, 12 o'clock hits, time for lunch. You head out, and today was actually a beautiful day. It was about 70 degrees outside. So you step outside, and wow, it's amazingly warm outside. So what I'm going to do is uh, I'm actually going to stroll, you know. There's, there's no need in rushing when it's 70 degrees out. See, that that's what happens. When it's cold, maybe you can rush and save some time. But when it's 70 degrees out, I'm going to just take my sweet time. I'm going to stroll um, oh, yeah, what was I doing? It's lunchtime. Let me find somewhere to eat. Uh, I'll walk around here to the corner. Let's go to the um, to the Chipotle. Go into the Chipotle. You finally decided that was where you were going to eat. And, oh, what do you know? You're not the only one decided to eat lunch. It's a pretty popular time. You go in there, and there's a line wrapped to the door. Now you got to stand in Chipotle for about 10, 15 minutes. And now... You're down to about 20, 25 minutes since you've been on break and you haven't even started eating yet. 
you get your food, you go sit down, you look up, you realize you've got about 15, 20 minutes left, you scarf down your food, and then you get back to the office. Now, the reason I took you down that particular road is because I need you to see it's all about repositioning your, your train of thought and, and giving a different perspective. I'll give you a case in point. I used to drive, and, and before I gave my car up, one thing that I would do for, for a while at first is I was always trying to save money on gas, right? So if I left out and I needed to put some money in the gas, I would drive across town just to save 10 cents a gallon on the gas. Now, I know I'm not the only one that does it because I know people who've done it and who do do it. And I remember somebody close to me would always do it. And I remember thinking, this is silly. I'm driving all the way across town, wasting gas, money, and even more important time just to save a few cents. So eventually I would cut that out. And for me, I looked at it from a perspective of time, right? How much time am I saving? Because that's the real factor. Me as an entrepreneur, as someone who's very much um, wary and aware and in control of my time, that's very important to me, right? I have to be in control of my time. So I'm not going to drive and, and waste a half hour going across town to get gas when I can just pay a little more stay in the city, stay local, and get it done. And it's the same way with your meal prep, right? You, you, by the time you get to actually sit down and eat your food, you got 15, 20 minutes left to scarf it down. Whereas if you meal prep, as soon as it's time to go on break, you have your food right there. You have your food, you can start eating right away, you can relax, you can enjoy, and on a day like today when it's nice and beautiful and warm, you just grab your food, you step outside, you have 50 minutes to just sit out and relax under the sun, eat your food, take your time, make a couple calls, and still stroll around if you'd like, all right? And so I share all of that with you so that you can start to shift your perspective on what meal prep is. It it really is a time-consuming device. All right. It really does help you manage your time better. And it helps you manage your time because when it's time for lunch, as I had just clearly shared with you, you can get right into the lunch. All right. There's nothing more frustrating than having to walk around and figure out what you want to eat only to go in there and have to stand in line forever and a day. All right. So with that being said, let's get into this list which is a, um, like I said, it's an ultimate guide for easy meal prepping. And so one of the first things you're going to do is you're going to calculate how many meals you need. All right. Think about how many breakfasts, how many lunches, how many snacks, how many dinners that you'll need throughout the week. All right. And let's just say on average, the average person is going to eat three meals a day, typically. All right. So for a commuter diet, Monday through Friday, you're looking at 15 meals. If you're including um, the weekend, you're looking at 21 meals. All right. So you know that you're looking at preparing for 21 meals, or at least you know that's how many meals you have to account for. All right. And then if you're going to if you're doing a little more, you know that you uh, tend to still be a little hungry and you want to do four meals a day. That's fine. So calculate that out. You know, Monday through Friday, four meals a day gives me 20 meals. And if I include the weekend, I'm looking at 28. All right, real simple. You need to have an idea 
of how many meals you need so that when you are preparing, um, it makes it simpler for you as far as your prep, prep is concerned. All right. And one of the biggest takeaways here is this allows you to actually prepare a few large batches of meat, large batches of vegetables, of, of starches like your rice or your potatoes uh, and use them in various ways. One of the ways that I would do it is, you know, if you make, for instance, if you make um, if you make um, ground turkey, for instance, right, you can make it in, in many different ways. You can add it you know, to different dishes. You can eat it on its own. You can crumble it up and make it into meatloaf. You can put it on and add as a um, healthy type of taco option. So there's many different options for you as far as your meals. And it just takes you getting a little creative. And of course, if you need ideas um, as far as what you can prep, um, I would definitely suggest that you get on my newsletter list, which I send out every week. I send out a newsletter that has it has a recipe on it for you um, to make meals meal decisions um, that's that much easier for you. All right, it takes that much weight off of your shoulders. All right, the second thing you do is keep it simple. All right, keep it simple. Um, you don't necessarily have to be chef romano or chef boyardee you don't have to be a big name chef when it's time uh, to prepare your meals and that may be something that's you know makes it look tedious to you makes it looks makes it look overwhelming to you because you in your mind you have to be you know all extravagant the simplest thing that i do when i'm getting ready for sure i'm gonna tell you right here this is mind blown right here right the same meal i had two to three times a day when i was meal prepping was guess what I had ground turkey which was actually ground turkey patties I had sweet potatoes and I had broccoli that was it for season, uh, for flavor I would add some of the uh, fat free uh, low low reduced fat mozzarella cheese I would sprinkle a couple on a little a few pieces on there and that was it and I would do that three times a day now that sounds boring. It might sound bland, but what it did is it took so much time off of my hands. It, it allowed me to not have to think about what I was eating. I literally made it the same meal. I would just go in. I would prepare all of my meals, package it up, and it was the same thing. It was the same thing. Now, maybe you don't have to go uh, to that extreme. I'm not suggesting that you do. We all need variety, and I'm all about getting all of your nutrients and all of the things that you need from your uh, from your meals but that is an idea of how you can go you can lump it up and make you know and, and keep it simple and have the same thing three days out the week and then another three days have something else so you can break it up is what I'm saying keep it simple all right number three all right we got 11 here but number three utilize leftovers all right one, two, maybe three meals. You can start as your staples or your foundations. And then guess what? Just repackage it up. Now I know some people and some of you are probably like this or like my sister. You just can't deal with leftovers. And I get it. I really do. All right. But it will save you a lot of time. It will save you a lot of hassle and the headache. Get used to using leftovers. All right. 
it's a lot easier than trying to take a different meal for every lunch, for every dinner, for every breakfast. Trust me. All right. I'm trying to save you time and effort. Okay. Number four. All right. Opt for easy cooking methods. All right. I was never a big fan of the crock pot, um, you know, pers- you know, in, in general terms. However, Crock-Pot is a great tool where you can just set it and leave it, all right? And for me, I, between the Crock-Pot and the oven, those are my favorite, all right? Oven, I love the oven because I can literally, I would put one dish in there, I would layer it with fish or chicken breast or whatever it was, stick it in the oven an hour, you know, an hour, 15 minutes, however long it was, comes out, and now you've got 15, 20 dishes, 15, 20 meals prepared without you even having to really think about it you know especially you do it on the weekend you're around the house doing chores doing errands uh just lounging around heck watching tv or doing whatever you do you can have your meals preparing uh cooking for you in the background trust me it's an amazing time saver all right it's very easy to cook your large batches of food in this particular way all right Um, number five, rely on frozen foods. All right. Now, I remember when I first came to this realization myself, and a lot of these tips that I'm sharing with you from Men's Health, I've used most of these, which I felt was, which was one of the big reasons I wanted to share it with you guys today. Rely on frozen foods was huge for me because I remember one day uh, getting ready for the show and I was almost, you know, I was pretty fed up with having to track and count and all of that so I understand all of that so I started to look for shortcuts and so one of the things that I would do is I remember I was going down the produce aisle and I was looking for broccoli and I and one of the things that frustrated me is that if you if you don't prepare it the food goes bad quickly right that's the thing with fresh foods right and produce and if you don't eat it within that time frame it would go bad and I remember when I was first trying to get used to meal prep one of the things was is that I might forget to prepare my meals on that weekend I might have gone out and gone grocery shopping but then I did not prepare my foods I didn't I either forgot about it or I got distracted whatever so I did not have that the food for the start of my week and by the by the time Wednesday comes around, the food has gone bad. Well, frozen foods help to eliminate that. And guess what? You're not taking that uh, that much of a hit as far as nutrients are concerned when you do um, frozen food, like broccoli. All right, you you'll still get the about the same amount of vitamins and minerals in the frozen as you do in the produce, but now it lasts longer. You can put it in the freezer, and if you forget about it, guess what? You can still come back the next week, pull it out, and still be able to use it. So frozen foods are an amazing save, uh, saving of time. So I would definitely recommend that as something if you're looking as for, for what you can do to make your meal prep easy, all right? Rely on frozen foods. Number six, all right? Keep breakfast simple, all right? Um, this particular article recommends having the same breakfast every day, and that's pretty much what I would do, right? Um, my my go-to breakfast uh, for the particular um, 
well, it, it varies from d- depending on whatever my particular goals are. But one of my favorite go-to breakfasts um, is a Greek yogurt. I like Shobani Greek yogurt. And I would get a piece of fruit, either uh, typically a banana, and then some sort of an uh, either oatmeal or, depending on the day, I would do um, eggs or egg whites. And I might mix that with ground beef in the morning, scrambled ground beef in the morning and onions. All right. But the thing is with that, that would already be um, prepared and packaged up. All right. But just grab and go something of that nature. Um, Oh, and the other thing is bagel. I love the bagel. Right. So a simple breakfast for me, that's a grab and run is grab your Greek yogurt, grab a piece of fruit, grab a bagel. Or grab a, you know, a bottle of pre uh, pre mixed protein shake to wash it all down. A simple breakfast, something you can grab and go. All right. Something that's a little healthier than than just a Pop-Tart, right? And what it does is it gets your metabolism going early. It gives you um, fuel to get through your morning. And it allows you to save time while still having this nutritious outlet. Okay? Number seven. Have a go-to snack. I can't stress that enough. Have a go-to snack that's not hugely detrimental to your fitness plans. All right. Keep it under your desk at work. Keep it in a cubicle. Keep it in your um, somewhere where you can readily access it in, in, you know, in your purse, in your bag, in your gym, um, gym bag, in your locker, somewhere where you can just go grab it without having to completely ruin your meal plans. I mean, that has to suck to do all put all this effort into meal planning and then because you forget and don't have a snack and got held up at work now you're just going to sabotage it and have to go grab something you know huge and and um and greasy from one of the restaurants where you are all right so have a go-to snack whether you have um a bunch of nuts or or uh, some sort of a healthy or organic trail mix um Maybe hard-boiled eggs that you can that you just you know keep with you that you uh, put um, in your bag or something just to carry with you. Um, that's what you want to do. All right. Um, and so you want to make sure that you are actually able to do uh, those sorts of things to keep your um, to keep yourself from indulging the way that is going to actually be a detriment. All right. All right. So that was number seven. Have a go-to snack. Number eight. All right. Eating chicken every night doesn't have to be boring. All right. Get creative with whatever it is. This is actually something that, um, that I, what I would do if I would make a big batch of chicken, I would prepare the chicken differently each night of the week. All right. So maybe in the first night of the week, I have chicken, you know, chicken breast. Maybe it's, you know, uh, lemon pepper chicken. Right. But then the sec, the second night, maybe I have cut up that chicken and put it on bread, um, you know, some sort of bread and had some sort of a sandwich. And then maybe another night, I had the chicken mixed up with some, you know, brown rice and ate it that way. And so 
what I ended up doing was making these big batch of chicken, but I ate it differently each night. And that helped me to, you know, it simplified my preparation process, but then I still had the variety in my meal. All right. So get creative. Like I said, you know, there are recipes. I send out recipes every week. If you haven't gotten on my list, I suggest you do it. Uh, but also you can find different recipes and different ways to spice things up pretty much anywhere now. Just be creative with it and just know that it does not have to be the same thing. It does not have to be the basic boring stuff um, that depresses you just for you to get a to get a handle on your uh, meal prep. All right. Number nine, buy budget friendly staples. All right. If you can't afford organic, if you can't afford grass fed beef, it's okay. All right. There are plenty of affordable filling and nutrient dense foods. All right. Eggs, quinoa, sweet potatoes, sweet potatoes, sweet potatoes, by the way, are amazing. I swear by sweet potatoes. Um, I used to buy the prepackaged sweet potatoes that they would have at uh, various at Target or whatever. And they were pre-diced. I thought I was saving time and didn't realize how nasty and despicable they were until I actually had a real sweet potato. And when I had a real sweet potato, I immediately did away with the fake stuff. The prepackaged, the the process, no, you don't want that. Something as wholesome as a sweet potato, if you just boil it, steam it, whatever you do to prepare it, sweet potatoes are amazingly great. Um, and like I said, any one of these are very simple, very um, affordable, and will fill you up and give you the nutrients that you need. All right. So if you buy the budget friendly staples, you'll always have these things on hand to prepare your meals and to get you ahead of the game. OK, um, number 10, we're almost done. Write out your list and go shopping. All right. You've lined up your meals. You've decided what you wanted to do. You've taken the time to figure out what you want to eat and kind of how it's going to go. And keep in mind, the reason why it's essential to have a variety or, or, or to be able to be creative is because some days you may not feel like eating that particular thing. I've gone through that many times. And that's another frustrating component of meal prep is that, you know, at the beginning of the week, I thought I was going to be good. I thought I was going to enjoy having, you know, turkey burgers um, and, and, and broccoli. But maybe now I'm in the mood for asparagus and meatloaf, you know. So I understand that part of it. But remember, it's all about the pros and cons. It's all about finding out one what works best and, and about living your best life. OK, so you made you made your list. You figure out what it is that you want. Make your grocery list. Head to the store. All right. Try to do your big weekly shop on Saturday or early Sunday. I can't stress that enough because on Sunday, once the church people hit, it's on. All right. I have made that mistake before going into the grocery store on a Sunday afternoon. Listen, if you can help it at all costs, very early Sunday, very early Saturday, those are going to be your best times. All right. Um, it also gives you time to prep your ingredients before, you know, the work week and everything like that. Um and then another tip, which is a good one, is to organize your grocery list by section. So produce and then meat and then dairy. So that way you're not running back and forth all over the um, all over the store. 
All right, and then last but not least, number 11, keep track of how long your items are in the fridge. All right, cooked meat can be in there uh, for what, three to four days. After that, need to freeze it. You need to make sure that you um, have a healthy rotation in and out of your refrigerator. All right. Oh, and then number 12, I'm sorry. I've been saying 11, but there's 12 on here. So I'm going to give you this last tip. All right, I don't want to shortchange you. Uh, this last one here is to choose the best products to prep and pack your food. All right. And this is something that's very simple to do, but many people will not do it and will complain. But this is really very simple. Go into Amazon.com, go into Groupon.com, live in social, wherever you are. They have uh, containers, meal prep containers that you can get um, that are very, very affordable, very cost effective. All right. All you have to do, get you a good set of clear glass or plastic containers so you know exactly how much you have um, so that you can just grab and go. I mean, imagine how simple that is. You're leaving out in the morning, just grab a couple containers and you're good for the rest of the day. All right. So I hope hopefully this has helped you guys. Um, I've kind of given you what, you know, these uh, tips have been on this uh, men's health article. But at the same time, I gave you my personal insight because I have used all of these tips before um, and it's definitely made a world of difference. And thinking back to how I um, thinking back to how I used to think as far as meal meal prep is concerned, what my perspective is, has was um, and how I've grown and matured, I can definitely say that if you've never tried it, like if you've never set up systems to actually try it, it is going to seem like a lot. It's going to seem daunting. But if you can start by, re by implementing certain of these tips, several of these tips, following just a few of them at a time, it will happen. And remember, the whole idea of training is you're not going to get it the first time. You know, you might struggle. You might, you're finding a, a groove. That's what training is. One of, uh, one of my models and creed is we train every day. All right. We train every day. We train for life. We train, which means that we do it over and over again, constantly get better, constantly find ways to improve, constantly find ways to get the best out of us, to maximize ourselves. All right. Remember, uh, fitness is the vehicle to achieve anything you want in life. So get fit, stay fit, be fit. And I'll talk to you guys on the next episode.